The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. God is looking for a generation that doesn't matter what it looks like and what it sounds like, but they will say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Take No Thought. Speak the Word. What would you say if I told you that I can tell you how you can be healthier and how you can be more prosperous and how you can live a more victorious life? Would you be interested? Would you be interested in knowing that? Well, today the Lord has given me an awesome message that I believe is going to bless you with knowledge. And I believe that knowledge is going to help you in every area of your life. Okay. God said that his people are perishing for a lack of knowledge. We're all members of one body. And so we all know he doesn't give us all the same thing. So sometimes, you know, we need to eat a little something different. So don't think just because it's a little different that it's not from him. And if you hear scriptures you've heard before, just think of it, you know, like, well, I ate a steak last week, but I could eat another one this week. And it's going to taste just as good, maybe better. Okay. So when you hear a word that you've heard before, don't ever get that thought. I've heard that before. Okay. Because I truly believe that if you will listen with your spiritual ears, things will begin to change in your life and you will have more clarity on how the enemy attacks you and how you can counter those attacks and how you can stop them. Do you agree with that? The word, that's our weapon. Title of my message today is Take No Thought. And so, but I want you, the first thing I want you to write down in your notebook is Take No Thought. Okay? And once you write that down, I want you to write this down. It's not... Come what may. It's not come what may, but it's come what you say. Did you get that? It's not come what may, but it's come what you say. And of course, we know that what we say always comes from our thoughts, right? Every thought becomes a word and the word becomes an action. Okay. And I'm going to be reading some verses. You, I'd like to begin. If you have your Bibles, we're going to be reading in Matthew 6. And it's going to be coming from the King James Version. And we're going to be speaking primarily on verses 24 through 34. Okay? When God tells you something once, you think, that's important. Right? If God tells you something, that's important. If he tells you something two times, it must really be important. Right? But if he tells you three times, it really, really must be important, right? And we must need, and we got, and we have to listen. Between verses 24 and 34, he tells us three times to take no thought. As a matter of fact, I want to read these verses. That's a little bit long, but I want to read them to you. Sometimes I ask people just kind of listen or close your eyes, but I want you to listen what he's saying here. And I've highlighted in red the ones where he says, take no thought, but he's talking about thoughts all the way down. It says, and I'm beginning with verse 24, it says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. He says, You cannot serve God and mammon. 
He says, therefore, I say to you, this is the first time he says it in verse 25. He says, therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. He says, is not the life more than meat and the body more than Ramah? He says, behold, the fowls of the earth, for they sow not, neither do they reap, and nor do they gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father, he says, feedeth them. And are you not, he says, much more important than they are? Which of you, he says, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto your stature? As a matter of fact, let me stop here and say this. How many of you, by taking thought, can change any one of your situations? He says, who of you, by taking thought, can add one stature, one inch, or whatever, to your height, to your stature? So I say, how many of you can take one thought that is going to solve your situation, solve your problem? As a matter of fact, it's going to increase it. He says, and why take you thought for Ramah? He said, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. He says, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon, and we have a Solomon in here that I just anointed as pastor, in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. He said, Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Verse 31 is the second time he says, He says, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal what we will wear? In other words, he's saying, what are, in other words, he's saying, don't be worrying about what you're going to wear. He says, for after all, he says, these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need, he says, of all of these things. Thank you, Lord. And let me read that same verse, 32. Let me read that coming from the, translate, uh, from the Message Bible. It says, people, don't you listen to this. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. Because he was talking about the Gentiles. He said the Gentiles are the ones that seek after these things. He says, but the people who know God and the way he works, he says, uh, they don't fuss over these things. He says, but he says, but you know both God and how he works. So if he said, if you know God and you know how he works, then you shouldn't be fussing Mm -hmm. and be worrying about what you're going to eat and drink from one day to the next. He says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things, he said, shall be added unto you. And he says again in verse 34, he says, Therefore take no thought, say, take no thought, for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself, sufficient until the day of the evil thereof. And let me read that same verse to you coming from the message translation. It says, Give your attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. And I definitely think that calls for a sailor. Sailor only means just to pause and think about what he just said. So he just saying here, give attention to what God is doing right now and not be getting worked over what may or may not happen. Most of the things that you fret about and worry about never happen in the first place. 
It's just the enemy's way of getting to you, as you're going to see as we get further along into this message. He's trying to get your focus, and he can do it, as I'm going to show you in a minute, in the smallest way. Saints, the devil is always trying to mess with your minds. He's trying to get you worried and upset over something to keep you worked up all the time or get you fretting about something all the time. I mean, that's his job is to keep you fretting, keep you worked up, out of shape, bent out of shape, worked up and worried because he knows if he can get you into that predicament, then you're never going to get an answer. The Lord can't work with you. The only way the Lord can work with you is if you're trusting him and resting in him. And I know it's not always easy to do, but it is possible because he wouldn't tell you to do it if it wasn't. And he tells us to do that. That's why, you know, that's why the enemy keeps putting these thoughts into your minds in the first place. Like I just said, just to keep you all worked up. Let me share with you a little example of how the enemy can get into your minds. Last year, I gained about seven or eight pounds. Seven or eight pounds, probably not a big thing to some people, but it was a big thing to me. You know, some things are big to you and others, and maybe it's not. You know, uh, uh, certain other things might be big to you, but it doesn't bother anybody else. But anyway, I gained about seven or eight pounds. I was sick. I was taking a medication that was causing me to eat. Uh, every, I kept eating because I thought I was hungry. I wasn't hungry, but it was the medication. And I'd eat. I'd feel a little bit better. And five minutes later, I'd be hungry again. I really wasn't hungry. Or I don't know. Maybe some of you have experienced that before. But anyway, the point is I'd gained a few pounds. And so recently, I was got to the point a month ago that I was able to get back on, go back to working out and watching what I eat. So I was going to get rid of it, you know. But a few weeks ago, as I went into my prayer closet to spend some time with the Lord, however, before I entered the room, this thought came to me. I thought that I needed to weigh myself. <laughs> this thought that came to me that I needed to weigh myself, it just came out of nowhere. Have you ever had a thought and you'd say, well, where did that come from? Yeah. I mean, you weren't even thinking it. And all of a sudden it just comes out of nowhere. Well, I was on, I was on the way to my prayer closet. I wasn't thinking about weighing. But all of a sudden this thought's there. And uh, so I took, I took that thought. I took it. See, you can take it. You can choose to take it or not to take it. Well, without recognizing it, because sometimes you take it and not realize you're doing it. Well, okay. I took the thought, you know. But as I began to pray, I kept the thought, but I went on into my prayer closet anyway. Anyway, without weighing. I didn't weigh. Even though I took the thought, I went on into my prayer closet. Okay. As I began to pray, the thought kept coming back. Here, I, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I got my praise worship on real low. Got my coffee, got my prayer books. But this thought kept coming back, so I thought to myself, okay, I'm just going to go weigh myself, and then I'm going to be able to focus on my time with the Lord. <laughs> okay, so I took the thought, okay, he's, but he's pestering me because he keeps bringing it back, so I can't focus on the Lord. That one little thought, he's taking my focus. One little thought, I can't focus on the Lord now. Okay, so I went and I weighed myself. And oh, lo and behold, I'd gained three ounces. <laughs> Not 30 pounds, three ounces. Just three ounces. But the devil took that three ounces, along with other thoughts, uh, along with other thoughts that had dominated my prayer time, 
so that I couldn't even pray because all I could think about was those three ounces. And you'd say, well, pastor, you're a pastor, and you're going to let the devil confuse you and put a thought in your mind about a whole three ounces? But it, it, the point is, it's not about the three ounces. It's not about the thought. It, the fact is that he, he, he got you to take it. It could have been something else. You know, I had written this, have you ever been there? You know, maybe he gave you a different thought. You know, it was a different thought because I call these customized thoughts because he customized the thoughts to suit the person that he's going to attack. Are you hearing me? So he has these custom thoughts just for you because he knew that was bothering me. So that was a custom thought just for me because he knew that one little ounce would bother me. Because, see, I, it wasn't that it, I, I had gained the three ounces. I hadn't lost anything. And I've been working hard. <laughs> you know, 50 minutes on the treadmill every day. And to get in there and say, I gained three ounces? <laughs> That's enough to make any woman upset. <laughs> but, you know, all of a sudden, I thought to myself, Joe, what are you doing, girl? What are you doing? And I said, I don't have to take that thought. I can choose what I think. Amen. So I began to cast the thought down by, conf by confessing God's word, and the thought left. Wow. The minute I recognized that I don't have to take that thought, I can choose. You might want to write that down. I have, I have a choice. I can choose what thoughts I take and what thoughts I don't take. You don't have to take those thoughts just because he brings them does not mean that you have to take them. And you're going to be a surprised in a minute when you find out about how many that you have. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want you to think about the power that is in your words and the power that's in your thoughts. Because when I began to confess God's word Amen. over those thoughts and took, brought those, this is what the Bible teaches us about bringing those thoughts into captivity. Amen. So when I began to bring those, Amen. confess God's word, what I was actually doing was based on scripture. I was bringing those thoughts into captivity. Anything that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God, you just bring it into captivity. You know, you may not recognize this, but your thoughts control you. You might want to write that down. Your thoughts, you're controlled by your thoughts and, and this is another thing you might want to write down. There will always be consequences in the thoughts you choose to take. There will always be consequences in the thoughts that you choose to take. There will be different consequences because the thoughts that the enemy is putting in your mind are going to be different. It could be about your job. It could be about your marriage. It could be about your children. But if the devil is putting thoughts in your mind that is contrary to the Word of God and gets you to focus on those thoughts, you're going to create that thing. And that's what he wants. But if, but if you'll say, Satan, I, I just think I'm going to pass on that one. I'm not going to take that. And then when he puts that thought in there and you pass on that, just begin confessing what God says about it. Then you bring that thought into captivity. Then the good stuff's going to happen. You're going to bring about the good stuff. It says, according to scriptures, we are made in our Father's image. So when we react by thinking negatively and making negative choices, the quality of our thinking 
suffers, which means that the quality of our brain suffers, and in turn, our health suffers. As a matter of fact, everything suffers. Research shows that DNA actually changes shape according to your thoughts. Your DNA will change according to the thoughts that you're having. In other words, this study showed that thinking and feeling anger, fear, and frustration causes your DNA to change shape according to your thoughts. Your DNA will respond by tightening up, becoming shorter, and switching off many of your DNA codes, which reduced quality expression the quality of power of expressing an attitude or an emotion, in other words. Saints, I want you again to think about what I just said. I want you to think about the power that's in your words and in your thoughts. However, there is a brighter note. Research also shows that DNA codes are reversed, can be reversed. When we have feelings of love, joy, appreciation, and gratitude. The Lord tells us in his word to think about the things of heaven and not the things on this earth. And let me say to this, I realize this is a little different, but the Lord has impressed upon me a few months ago to start. He, I have, it has turned my life around because I'm still teaching on the word. I'm still teaching how to apply the word to your situations because that's what I've been anointed to do. But he's given me a deeper insight in the way we've been designed and created that the enemy has just been beating up on us like crazy because we didn't have the knowledge to, to fight him off. And so I pray that the knowledge that you're going to get is going to give you a little more insight into how this works and how the enemy is using it against you. Saints, of everything you can be exposed, that you can expose yourself to, there is nothing more important than the thoughts that you hold in your mind. Now listen to this. You might want to write this one down. You have an average of 60,000 thoughts a day. Wow. 60,000 thoughts a day. And the reality is not only are most of these thoughts the same thoughts you had yesterday, but they are negative thoughts. Think about that. Not only are they some of the same thoughts you had yesterday, but they're negative thoughts. The thoughts from either dwelling on something bad from your past or fearing something bad that could potentially happen to you in the future. So you're dwelling, something that you've been dwelling about in your past or something maybe that you be uh, that you're concerned about in your future. You might be uh, concerned about your job. You know, maybe your company started laying people off or or maybe the um, doctor has given you a not so good report, you know, and is telling you in the future, you know, this is going to happen or this is going to happen or maybe something going on in your family. But either way, it's fears of something that could happen in the future or something bad that's already happened that he keeps you dwelling on it so you can't get past it. Another thing that is not even in my notes, but the Lord just brought this to my attention, that uh, one of the largest things that people need to do that don't do is forgiveness. Amen. Get it, forgive and, and move on and, and, and break, that, that break that bondage there Amen. because that, as long as you're not forgiving them, that person is holding you in bondage. It, it'll make you free. It doesn't matter what it does to them. It'll make you free. 
And also, like I said, I want to keep on being blessed by the Lord. I want to keep on hearing from him. I want to keep on having my body healed. And so in order to do that, we got to let that go. That wasn't in my note. That was just a free one. <laughs> Saints, whatever belief you hold in your subconscious mind will become your reality. Saints, we have to be careful what we're feeding our minds. Some of the things that you've been watching or listening to can have a negative impact on your health. Okay. We have to be constantly talking to the Holy Spirit, asking Him about everything we do. We have to ask Him what to do in every situation. We always constantly have to be in touch with the Holy Spirit from the time your foot hits the floor in the morning until you go to bed at night talking to him all day long, asking his advice, asking his opinion, asking him to tell you what to do. The Bible says he's your teacher. And John, he says, the Holy Spirit has been sent to be your teacher, your helper, your advocate, your standby, and your comforter. And he's there to teach you. We were created to communicate with God. We have to be constantly confessing God's word. This is what I was saying earlier. Saints, God gave you a brain in your head that is able to change as you think. It changes as you think. It changed from the negative thought to the positive thought. The whole DNA system changed. Isn't that awesome? What I'm saying, you know, what am I saying? I'm saying what God's Word says because according to Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart... So is it. That's scripture. That's what it says in Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In other words, you are what you think. And my question to you is, what have you been thinking? Because you are what you think. You have to want, you need a bouncer. You know, you need a full-time bouncer you know, on duty, on your mind. And when those thoughts come in, to bounce them out. You know, just bounce them out. Because it can save your life. If you can learn to control your thoughts, bring those thoughts into captivity, and not activate this stuff in you, you can live a, a healthier life and a more prosperous life. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled The Weapons of a Warrior, A Soldier's Handbook for Spiritual Warfare. Do you want to win your spiritual battles against Satan's attacks? In this book, The Weapons of a Warrior, she teaches that when you're in a faith battle, you are there to invade, not retreat. Are you prepared to stand with God at all costs? Pastor Joe shares how God equips you with strength, wisdom, and discernment through His Spirit to stay strong, not only in spiritual warfare, but in daily living. 
Today, we'd like to send you Pastor Joe's book, The Weapons of a Warrior, a soldier's handbook for spiritual warfare, with your love gift to speak the word ministries of any amount. We're suggesting a gift of $20 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card at 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe. Father, I thank you for your presence in my life. And I thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to teach us and to give us revelation of your word. You said, Lord, not to take any thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. You said for us to give attention to what you're doing right now and for us not to get all worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. I thank you, Lord, for your promise to help us deal with anything, whatever hard things that might come our way. Nothing is too hard for you. Help us to understand that there will be consequences to the thoughts that we choose to take. And help us, Lord, to bring those thoughts of anger and fear and frustration into captivity by choosing to speak your word and by focusing on the things above and not on the things of this earth, like love and joy and gratitude. Thank you for this awesome mind that you have blessed us with, a mind to choose the good things and the ability to renew our minds. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word